Welcome to the We Love Arabian Horses podcast, sponsored by Markel, the insurance with horse sense. Let's jump right in. This is Paul Costa with the We Love Arabian Horses podcast, and I'm thrilled today to have two of the fantastic staff members from the Arabian Horse Association, um, Katie Feitner and Brenna Johnson. Welcome to the program. Hi, Paul. Glad to be here. for having us. We're thrilled to have you ladies, and we are going to talk about marketing and everything that AHA is doing and working with so many other organizations as well. So why don't we start with a little bit about how you got into the roles that y'all have at AHA and what y'all do. Katie, why don't we start with you? Sure. Well, first of all, thanks so much for having us on the podcast today. We're really excited to talk to you more about all the things that we're working on and share a little bit more about some behind the scenes at AHA. I started out in the equine industry. I've had horses since I was little and then went on to attend college at Colorado State and received my degree in equine science. I was really active in the horse industry while I was in college. I was on the judging team and I did the Legends of Ranching program and really just tried to immerse myself in all things equine industry. After college, I was able to track down an internship with the Arabian Horse Association. I was actually Brenna's intern for Youth and Family Programs is how I started. And then I got a job. I worked in the registration department under Debbie Fuentes for a while and learned a lot about the customer service side of the business and some of the special service needs. And then I transferred over to the marketing um, and communication specialist role in the National Events Department and really just took a dive into marketing. And I spent about three years learning marketing, learning media, all of that. And then just this past year, all of us received promotions. And then I had the role of Director of Marketing and Media. And I've had this role for about seven months now. That's wow. a little bit about how I got into AHA. It's been a journey. Well, that's fantastic. And um, we're thrilled to have you. Um, tell us a little bit about your your job. Like, what, do you, what are your big projects and priorities just in terms of the global overview? Yeah. Absolutely. So Director of Marketing and Media, obviously all the media, communication, social media, all of that runs over my desk at one point or another. Um, so I'm the person that handles all of the email blasts and the production of all the social media assets that you see on our page and all the communication pieces. But more from like a overall perspective, I have a lot of my time is spent on helping um, like the local level committee with some of the marketing projects that they oversee. I'm helping the membership um, aspect of our association with how we're going to market our Arabian horse to potential members and current members. Um, and then I do quite a bit on the national show side with marketing our national shows promoting them within the local communities, helping market the tail tours, really just getting the horse out, our horse out into mainstream media is kind of the main job that I take within my role. That's great. Well, I know that that is a lot to do. So I know you have your hands full. Brenna, why don't we get a little overview from you as well? Yeah, for sure. So I, again, have a little bit of the same path as Katie. I've been riding horses since I was little, went to at Colorado State University and got a degree in equine science and doubled in agricultural business. And while I was there, I think kind of the first experience I had with the Arabian horse was on the judging team competing at the judging contest um, at nationals. So that was kind of a great first experience with the horse. Um, you know, very active in the equine science program at CSU. After college, kind of bounced around a little bit. I did some work in the banking industry. Decided that wasn't for me and wanted to get back into agriculture and kind of the horse industry. So did some internships with 4-H and then worked for 
actually in the cattle department at our National Western Stock Show for a season. So that was fun to get a different experience outside of the horse industry and see what other breeds and, you know, other livestock do was kind of fun. And then I started at AHA, also in the registration department. And then the youth and family programs position opened up. And so I moved into that role and I've been the youth and family programs. I was the coordinator. I've been in my position for about eight, nine years. And then just like Katie said, about seven months ago, moved up to the youth and family programs director. That's fantastic. So you're specifically focused on youth and family programs. Correct. Give me a couple of examples of that. Yeah, for sure. So I'm in charge of all things to do with our HYA board. So we have a youth board of directors. I help lead them and help accomplish the things they want to accomplish. So that's kind of a big part of it. I run all the tail tours at our shows. I help out heavily with the local level committee. You know, anytime we do the promotional stuff we offer to our members, I've kind of been behind all of that. So we have a toolkit that we have, you know, any of our promotion materials and requests, help out with our discovery farms. So kind of anything that has to do with a little bit of outreach and anything to do with our youth. Okay, that's fantastic. And that helps clarify a little bit for us how your roles are different. Yep. Well, that's fantastic. Let's shift a little bit to AHA and the organizations that y'all are working to establish more important relationships with for marketing and outreach. Katie, I know that's an important priority of yours. Yeah, definitely one of the main priorities that we have staff this year within AHA, especially the marketing department, is getting everyone in our industry on the same page and working together to promote our horse. I think that for the majority of us within our industry, we have so much passion and excitement for the Arabian breed, and we really do truly all want the same thing, and that's to share the excitement and joy that you receive when you interact with an Arabian horse. And we want to share that with as many people as possible, right? So right. I think for for us, we want to make sure that when we do these promotional projects, whether it's with the local level committee or with the promotional fund or with the market development and promotion committee, we're all working together to have one goal. So our goal this year is just to bring all the stakeholders in the industry together to get on the same page. Much like we've been able to do with you, Paul, we love Arabian Horses with the collaboration on the Discovery Farm Box and Meet Arabian Horse Month. That's really what we're trying to cultivate and to start so that we can have a better outlook and future for our Arabian breed and our association as we look forward. I think all of that is exceptional. And when any industry combines their resources, even from organizations that are separate, you end up with a bigger, better total. And I think that your guys' efforts to do that and help us all be working together on the same page, if you look at each of these organizations, the mission statements for each of them aren't that much different. It's just how they go about doing what they do could look very different. All of that combined is such a valuable resource for the Arabian horse and and breed promotion. Exactly. And that is what we want to be able to hang our hats on at the end of the day. Like, what are we going to be able to do together to get this horse out and be a more mainstream breed? We want people to have access to the horse because we all know how amazing the Arabian breed truly is and how versatile they are. And we want to make sure that everyone can experience that in the same way and that we as an organization are all working together to accomplish that. Well, that's fantastic, and I applaud your efforts and the efforts of all the different organizations, the MDP, the LLC, the Arabian Horse Times, the Scottsdale folks, the Arabian Promotional Fund, just to name a few. I think it's valuable. includes us as well. We love Arabian horses. I think all of us working together and with AHA is ideal, so thank you for all your efforts to make that happen. 
Okay, Brenna, let's talk about Needed Arabian Horse Month. What is it? How does it happen? How do people get signed up? And support system do you have for folks that are hosting the Needed Arabian Horse Month event? Yeah, for sure. So Meet in Arabian Horse Month is designated for the month of May. So the Arabian Horse Association has dedicated the month of May to be the month that we really focus on outreach. And we encourage all of our members, all of our clubs to host what we call Meet in Arabian Horse events. So that can be anything from taking your horse to a tractor supply, to just having an open barn party, to offering lessons, or even promoting your horse on social media. The whole point of the month is to how can we promote the Arabian horse and get more people to meet the horse that all of us love. So that's the whole purpose of our Meet an Arabian Horse Month. So kind of some ways that AHA then supports that, our local level committee has been very instrumental in creating tools for individuals and groups to host these events. Our discovery section of our website has a ton of information to be able to help people host these events. If you go under the Discover tab, you can find our marketing toolkit. That marketing toolkit has checklists sponsorship letters, example press releases. You know, it has so much information to try to provide people tools to host these events, including social media posts, best practices, tips and tricks, anything that you could need, we tried to provide so people can have this information to help run their event is the whole purpose. We're trying to make it as easy as possible. Well, that's fantastic. And we support them as well. So they're getting resources from two organizations to have lots of good stuff to provide to their attendees. And the collaboration between AHA and We Love Raving Horses in terms of the contest in particular is very exciting because people that participate in the We Meet in Arabian Horse Month will also earn points and prizes for their participation in the We Love Raving Horses Ambassador Contest. So that's an exciting thing. They can get double benefit out of it. Yeah, we're, we're really excited about the opportunity to have um, the collaboration efforts between both AHA and We Love Arabian Horse Month so we can offer the folks that do participate in AHA's Meet Arabian Horse Month program the opportunity to also participate in the We Love Arabian Horses program as well. I think that both of our groups do an excellent job with just having people out in their communities to showcase their horse. And people also love the addition of being a part of a contest. I think it really checks both boxes. So we're really looking forward to the collaboration. Well, that's exciting. Now, that particular event, the Meet Arabian Horse Month, does that fall under the local level committee specifically, or is that shared partnership with other committee at AHA? So that has been kind of the local level committee's big project that they've worked on the past two years. So they're kind of the ones spearheading the charge with the Meet in Arabian Horse Month. Okay, that's great to know. And for those that are new here, the LLC is Local Level Committee at AHA, and the MDP, it's often referred to, is the Marketing Development Promotion Committee. And so there's two different committees, and they have different objectives, but that just explains who they are. And both of these committees also are supported by Brenna and Kate. Correct. So, Brenna, tell us a little bit about the promotional materials that are available and where do they go get them? How do they find them? Yeah, for sure. So, AJ's created a lot of promotion materials that we actually send for free to our members. Um, so, again, if you go to that Discover tab on our website, there's a little button that says Promotional Materials Request. And if you click on that, you can request any of our materials. So we have a really cool guidebook that we've created. It gives kind of an overview of the history of the Arabian horse, talks about parts of the horse, 
It has disciplines that's discussed in it, kind of just a good overview for those getting started in the Arabian horse, some information about them. So we send out that, coloring pages, you know, parts of the horse handouts, and a few other things. Also, with that promo request form, you can also request to have a free booth sent to you. We provide, it's an 8 by 8 backdrop that we provide to everybody um, that we can send you. We'll include some promotional items, a table runner, and also like a display pop-up that you can put those promotional items inside of. So it's kind of cool if you're going to an event to be able to have this cool backdrop behind you um, and really bring people in so that they are attracted by the backdrop to come talk to you more about the Arabian horse and what all you have going on. So that's just a really cool thing that we offer to our members completely free of charge and send out whenever it's requested. So that's kind of a cool thing that we do to try to support anything during Meet Arabian Horse Month, but also anytime throughout the year if you're ever attending an event that you want to promote the Arabian horse. Yeah, we've had it for a while. We have about three. We send them out. It's on a first-come, first-served basis, and then they just need to send it back when they're done. Okay, so let's switch topics to Discovery Farms. Tell us a little bit about what they are and how do people get involved and where do they find the information. Yeah, for sure. So we just did a complete refresh on our Discovery Farm program, which is really exciting. So you have to be a member to sign up as a Discovery Farm. And when you sign up, you're saying that your farm is open for people to come and meet an Arabian horse. So it's a really cool program. Um, We list all of our farms on our website. If you go to our Discovery Farm section, you can go to find a Discovery Farm, and they're all listed on a map. I mean, you can also find them by region now, which is really cool. Our Discovery Farms, you can list your farm information. We have four check boxes that you can list a lesson program, a training program, a lucky listener program, or I believe a breeding program. You can click one of those boxes, and then you can also put in your website, your Facebook page, and even a little bio about your farm. So it's a great way to allow people to have a central location where they can go and find um, a farm if they're interested in learning more about the Arabian horse, especially for those farms that have lesson programs. It's a really cool opportunity. The only thing you have to do to sign up is you just log into your membership page on that membership homepage. It's about halfway, three quarters of the way down. You'll find a discovery farm section and you can click that and sign your farm up right there. And then it's tied to your membership. So as long as you have an active membership, you are an active discovery farm. A cool thing that we do for our discovery farms is when you sign up, we send you a welcome packet with promo materials and a sign that says you're a discovery farm. It's a metal sign that you can put out front by your sign in your barn, wherever you would like to put it. And then a couple times a year, we try to send out what we call our subscription boxes to our discovery farms. So we try to send them some additional materials to promote the Arabian So those could be stickers, bags to put promotional materials in. Some of the other stuff we've sent have been pens. We love Arabian Horses partnered with us and we'll be sending out some of their materials in our upcoming boxes. So just stuff like that to help our farms promote the Arabian Horse and welcome people in with whatever programs they have running. That's kind of a really cool opportunity and program that we have in the Arabian Horse Association. No, that's fantastic. And I'm glad that we can participate in that. And next year we'll know in a little bit in advance where we can get an extra order of things that we can put in those boxes that y'all send out. I was surprised y'all send yes. out almost 300 boxes. We do. Yes, we have almost 300 farms in our program and continue to get a few more every month that trickle in. It's still a growing program and I think we still have more farms that can sign up. 
Well, I've heard about the program for a long time, but I never really knew how many were in there. And when we were communicating about us putting some things in the box, I was really pleased to hear that there was almost 300 farms already in that program. That's a good number. Well, let's switch topics to the Lucky Listener program. Tell us a little bit about that. And again, the same thing. Where do they find the information? What is it? And how do they participate? The Lucky Listener Program is, again, another program that was brought forth by the local level committee. So this program is something that you can do at your farm. You know, if you keep your horse with a trainer, maybe your trainer would be interested in getting involved. But the program is all about having kids out to your farm and they read to the horses. So it's encouraging reading through kids and also then introducing them to the Arabian horse. When you go to our website under Discover and then we have a tab that says Outreach, you can find information about the Lucky Listener Program. On that page, you know, we have an overview of the program, some action steps to help you get started, and then also some tools. So, you know, you can send an intro letter to the schools um, to try to get them interested. You know, it could be a homeschool program, an actual school program. Those are just some of the youth groups that you can reach out to to start some of these. And then we also have like a recommended book list and then an example or a template of a chart that you could do. So, you know, the kids have to read so many times either to come out and see the horse and then read to the horse, or they can come out and read to the horse so many times. You know, it has some flexibility in how you want to set up the program, but it provides a lot of cool information on how that program works, what it does, and then how it can benefit, you know, it's benefiting the kids and then it's also benefiting our association and the horses as well. Well, I'm I'm so pleased when I see these fantastic pictures of kids reading to Arabian horses. And I got it. I understood. But when I saw the pictures of these cute kids and they're sitting there in front of the stall reading and the horses leaning over and listening to them, it's just amazing. I work with a number of farms that use that program and seeing the pictures is just delightful. Yeah, the pictures really make it come to life. Pretty, It's a pretty cool program. And I think if you can get one started, it, it's a pretty cool experience. Well, thank you, ladies. I really appreciate your time. Brenna, do you have any closing remarks or sharing a little bit about what your goals are for this year or the next year? You know, I think the big thing right now is we really appreciate and encourage our members that do go out and host these Meet and Arabian Horse events. You know, I know it's a lot of time out of people's schedule, but just the fact that people are getting on board with this and really helping reach their local communities, you know, us as an association, we can't get where we're going without the local help and the local support. So that is huge. And we just appreciate everybody that's planning on or already hosting a Meet and Arabian Horse event this year. Well, that's fantastic. Katie, what about yourself? Yeah, I would say the same, uh, echoing what Brenna Brenna said, we really do so appreciate the folks that represent this breed without the people that are out in their communities sharing the Arabian horse, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have the outreach that we do. And so the Meet and Arabian Horse Month and Discovery Farms, they go hand in hand and they're just so important for the longevity of our horse. And the other thing that I did want to mention that we didn't say in the Discovery Farm section was that we do a Discovery Farm of the Year and there is a monetary prize value that is associated with the winner and runner-up of Discovery Farm of the Year and that is announced at convention every year. We've implemented this now. Last year was the second year running. So if you are a Discovery Farm out there and you're looking to have more events, do more outreach, there is an opportunity to have a monetary prize at the end of the year. We really try and support 
these local level folks as much as we can and as much as possible because they really are our boots on the ground and the driving force for, for breed promotion. Well, I hope one day that We Love Arabian Horses will be able to supply to the entire Arabian horse community a thousand ambassadors that are certified and trained and they're out there implementing these programs that are our programs, your programs, programs of other organizations. And they're kind of like the boots on the ground and they're also involved in our local clubs and our regions. And I think that the whole tapestry of that is really beautiful. Touching these people where they live is the most critical piece of this. Everything they see on social media is great, but that still doesn't really get them to touch the horse, which is the ultimate goal. Right, exactly. We always say Arabian Horse does sell itself It's just getting people to the Arabian horse. Well, both of you, Katie and Brenna, I really appreciate your hard work. I watch it and I see it. And sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, you have too much to do. I appreciate your fervor and your aggressive interest in getting things done and working so hard on behalf of the Arabian horse. All of us from me and we love Arabian horses and the entire community just say thank you. Well, thank you so much for having us on your podcast today, Paul. We really appreciate your time as well. And we're so excited to collaborate with you guys and everyone else in the industry in the future. And we're just going to keep building and keep growing. We're just so excited to be partnering with you guys and grateful for having this opportunity to share the opportunities we have with the Arabian Horse Association. Thank you, Paul, for allowing us to get the word out there and the programs we have. This is Austin, director of the We Love Arabian Horses podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, make sure that you click subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Comments, questions, guest ideas, feel free to send me an email at Austin at We Love Arabian Horses.com. Thanks for listening.